Welcome to Dice Therapy. The Light and Darkness Campaign. The guards continue their barrage at the oncoming orcs and goblins at the rear as they move up on the palisade walls. Orcs to the south are still chopping at the gate while the goblin is laying down cover fire towards the archers. And the orc that has been in combat puts forward his gauntlet and it crackles with this electric energy and you feel this thrum building up. He juts out his hand and this bolt of electricity shoots by you past Scarlet through the villagers and strikes Falchion. And when it hits, it's echoed by another lightning bolt from the storm clouds above that come down and hit him. This mass of blackened smoke, his form shifts and these wings erupt from his back as his tail stiffens and hardens and becomes almost scorpion-like. He drops to all fours and starts growing in size as his paws stretch out into these claws and you see his hair extend and grow around him as he shifts into a manticore. I just want to say I'm not doing great on hit points, so... The orc shaman is going to look up at Lyra, who is right in front of him. And you see that casting the spell cost him painfully as his left arm is now blackened and shriveled and the tusked gauntlet burnt and blackened on his wrist. And he raises his other arm, smiles at you through a bloodied mouth, through all the wounds that's been dealt to him, spits out a gob of blood and then gives you this small wink. No! This crackle of electricity surges from the gauntlet out over his body, and with a small flash of light, disappears. I can't decide if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not going to take many risks. Isn't Dad, like, hanging upside down from the upper level or something right now? Something like that. Lean down through the hole to cast the earthquake down on the golem as it was coming in. That sounds like a nightmare. It does. It's your turn. What do you want to do? Ah! Kezzy was so unprepared. That sounds accurate for a cat. Gee, thanks. <laughs> okay, so I'm back behind the horse pen. On the walls to your left and right are guards from the outpost that are returning fire. Behind you, you have armed citizens waiting for the breach, as well as all the animals to start a stampede if needed. I'm probably going to continue doing the fire bolt. It's a total of six. Well, actually, you were casting a spell. So we're going to count that as your wild magic surge. Roll percentile dice. And here we go again. Will you summon another fire elemental? 75. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Okay, he laughed. This can't be good. (laughs) Oh, no. You channel your arcane energy, and as you release it, no firebolt appears, but you feel this burning sensation move through your body as you become this glowing beacon of white light <gasps> in a 30-foot radius. Yikes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, that's not as bad. I thought he was going to tell me I set myself on fire. 
No, but you're probably a pretty good target now. Yeah. Right. Because you're glowing so brightly, everybody that ends their turn within five feet of you is blinded. I blinded the bad guys, at least the ones right in front of me, and all of my allies. (laughs) (laughs) Scarlet. I'm not ready. Yay, I wasn't the only one. No. I think what I want to first do is cast Thalmaturgy, and I'm going to amplify my voice. So I'm going to put my hand up to my mouth, and I'm going to say to like everybody in the vicinity... Stay away from the manticore. Keep your guard up, but you need to get away from it. Don't need to tell me that. (laughs) Telepathically, tell Oliver, I could really use a shield. If you could go find one that's just like laying around or go to the trunk and get one there, that would be really great. (laughs) I love the fact that we have continuously made the GM laugh. This is awesome. Roll me a d20. Curious if Oliver was going to interpret it as his size shield or your size shield. Ah. Okay, so Oliver goes off in search of a shield. Move or bonus action? I'm going to try and move forward. I want to try and talk to Falchion. I'm not sure how I want to say this. Um... Falchion, I know you're still in there. You can fight this. You can come back from this. Just hang in there. Persuasion roll. And everything that you said is echoing as well through the outpost. Okay, give me a second. I'm going to find my persuasion. So it'll be a 16. We'll see how he reacts on his turn. Ooh. And next, what's the bard going to do? Well, first I'm going to shout up to dad and say, how are you hanging in there? I'm hanging. Need any help or could I go help Scarlet? You can go help because I'm going to hide in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So is Falchion like, is he just standing there? Is he growling, looking around? What's he doing? He is kind of a flurry of activity as his wings are beating around him and he's pawing at the earth a little bit. Wild look in his eyes. I think I'm going to cast Dancing Lights and try to distract him. (laughs) I say, dance and swirl, spin and sing, light this night, orbs I fling. And four little lights pop up. And I send him towards him, hoping that he'll be distracted by the bright lights. And suddenly I see this very large manticore pawing at the air, playing blazer light. (laughs) That's the idea. It's a beautiful image. And now we're to dad. Okay, I want to be a giant centipede, and I want to just get right on the wall, real flat to the wall, find somewhere to hide. I mean, it's giant for a centipede, but I don't think it's really that big. Before you make this change into a giant centipede, the two archers that are up here with you, are you saying anything to them? Oh, hmm. Yeah, please tell us, because otherwise we're not going to know what just happened. Oh, gosh, how do I? I don't know how to say that. At this point, Cassie is happy she's on the other side of the fortress. I guess I'm just going to say, don't worry. I'm just going to turn into a centipede for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That works. I feel like your centipede needs a sign or something that just says, don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Does the centipede have a towel? He should. It's a very lovely centipede. (laughs) (laughs) Yao and Lorelai. 
I see a beam of light on one end of my vision, and I got thundering and screaming on the other side. Y'all are starting me off real exciting like. Tough choices, man. I know. You would also see a section of wall down there that is uh, erupting in fire. Ah, uh, yes, the fire. <laughs> I just kind of sigh. One thing at a time. <laughs> so I'm going to take off running. Uh, and I'm readying to face the big fire in the wall. And what's Yao Boy doing? Oh, Yao Boy, I didn't forget about you. He's going to be helping guards and archers attack these little goblin guys. 14. Hit. Nice. Three. Notches an arrow and fires it, strikes one, knocking him dead. <gasps> yes. I'm so proud of my boy. Inside the gate around the other guys that you have equipped with weapons, they're waiting for the gates to give and the orcs to come in. There's a little badger just kind of walking back and forth, pacing waiting on something to come through the gate as well. My badger! You are getting quite the menagerie. Mm -hmm. I am. I have a way with small animals, I guess. So the guards down by Kezi are completely blinded and unable to shoot. The orcs cry out in confused panic as they can't see. The goblins let loose arrows at the blinded guards. Emboldened by Yao, the archers fire back. And the orcs continue bashing on the doors up there. Door splinters under the weight of the orcs' blows as they manage to break their way inside. The fire elemental has burned through a section of the wall and starts moving into the outpost. The people were listening to you because, hey, there's a manticore there and they don't want to be close. Social distancing. <laughs> and Falchion looks at Scarlet. There's this look for the split second of help me. And then the eyes fill with rage. His wings with a couple of huge, powerful strikes launch him into the air as his tail whips around, shoots sharp spikes. So one of the spikes embeds itself into Scarlet. Okay, how much damage did I take? Ten points of damage coming at you from the tail spike. One at Lyra. Eight points of damage. Eight coming at me? Yes. And the other one buries itself deep into one of the bystanders that falls over, clutching the wound. Okay, back up to the top. Kezi, you're simply radiant. Fabulous. So I'm curious about prestidigitation. You could do an odor, faint musical notes, sounds, like a shower of sparks or something like that. Harmless effect. An odor. Mm. Sorry, allies. <laughs> I will do that on the orcs because they are in front of me. And describe the order. It's going to be a cross between skunk, rotten eggs. <laughs> it's some vile stuff. You make a stinky. Yes, I make a stinky. <laughs> and direct it out towards the orcs. They are blind and smelling weird things. Scarlet. Okay. Hmm. That was a lot of damage. Manicores are pretty rough. Yeah, a little bit. I think I'll use Minor Illusion to create an illusion of a person just 
up in front of me and a little off to the side. And then I think I'm going to move a little bit out of the way and try and hide if he's distracted enough. Um, go ahead and make me a stealth check. Oh, that's so bad. It's just going to be a straight eight. You uh, move away and feel that you're hidden. Ha. And then Oliver is still looking. So he's going to fly over there. He swung wide and flew around the manticore. He's all, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Lyra. Hmm. Gosh. I think I can move back to the guardhouse and still have control of my lights. Get a little out of the way. How were you moving away? Did you turn and kind of run back to the gatehouse and then spin around? I probably turned around and ran over to the guardhouse to get away from the freaky tail spikes. Make me a perception check. Eight, so not very good. Okay. Then I think I'm going to move the two lights so that it try to focus his attention on the unhurtable person. You want to make an attack or anything? Um, this is tricky, gosh. Just leave it there. Okay. To the giant centipede on the wall now. Hmm. How are those monster things in the river coming? Perception check. Ten. Through your centipede eyes, as you're moving along that palisade wall, the four that were washed off the bridge, two of them have scrambled to the shore. Two of them are continuing to be washed downstream. Oh, that's great. Looking back by the firelight over where the summoning had happened, there are still two over there just hanging out. Okay, I think I'm going to hang out too and just monitor the situation over there while everyone else is busy. Okay. Nothing like splitting the party and having four different battlefronts going on. We be crazy like that. Just a smidge. Yep. Yao and Lorelei. I'll start this turn with Yao. He's going to shoot one of his arrows at that nearest goblin guy. This is a disaster, I swear. No, it's fine. Yao pulls back to shoot, and he lines up his shot just as the orcs and stuff are moving in, and the archer on the wall is backing away and bumps into him, making his arrow go wide. Your badger, as the orcs come through the gate, lunges forward and grabs one by the leg and just... That was one fearsome badger. Honey badger don't care. Meanwhile, on the other side of the outpost, Lorelei sees a fire elemental start wading out of the burning palisade wall into the animal pens, and the animals are starting to go crazy. So I'm going to just... I'm mad at the horses, so I'm going to be fucking pushing them aside and running towards this fire elemental, and I'll grab my hammer, and I'll make a swing... <laughs> That's going to hit, so go ahead and roll damage. So, six. Okay. I feel so bad for the horses. Fire Elemental, as you uh, drive your hammer into its side, turns and throws a claw your direction made of fire. Fifteen going to hit you. Yes. Because I rolled really bad. Going to take one point of physical damage, and as it strikes out with this claw of fire, you feel your clothing around you just start getting warmer and hotter, and you know standing here it's going to hurt you 
being so close to this thing while you fight. Oh man, it's getting bad. Guards continue to trade fire. People move in to fight the orcs that have busted through the gates. Other refugees continue to move away from the Manticore, especially after seeing one get shot. Manticore, seeing this figure in front of him in these dancing lights, drives himself down back into the ground, landing on his back haunches, and brings down his right paw and then his left paw and goes to bite this thing. A one, a three, and a one. He can't hit it. This illusionary figure in front of him is dodging all of its attacks, infuriating the manticore further. Back up to the top, Kezi. I'm going to try Firebolt again. Roll me a d20 before you actually make that attack roll. 15. Now make that attack roll. (laughs) That's a six. You launch a Firebolt, but as the orcs are clawing and pawing at their eyes, miss due to their erratic movements. Well, at least it was their fault and not mine. Scarlet, hidden, watching this manticore try to attack your illusionary shape that you created. Let's see. I'm going to move back just a little bit further. Take out that health potion. Drink it. It's going to be 3d6. 12. Nice. Thanks. Hmm. Is my thaumaturgy still active or no? Yes, that's going to be another nine rounds. Oh! One minute, 60 seconds. Each combat round is about six seconds. So that's ten rounds for a one-minute duration. Hmm. I think I'm going to end my turn there. Okay. Oliver swoops down into the battle next to one of the dead orcs who has dropped a shield, lands on top of it, and then pops out of existence. Wondered how he was going to do that. He's so smart. He's a clever little boy. She did roll a 19. Otherwise, he would have landed on a big shield and be like, I can't lift it. That's true. <laughs> Might be clever, but he ain't strong. Mm-hmm. Lyra. So I'm going to take my dancing lights, and I'm going to rearrange them. Um, I can combine them into a vaguely humanoid form, a medium size. So I'm going to make them look vaguely like the original Falchion. Cool. I'm going to yell at him. Remember who you are, Falchion? Yes! (laughs) Well, when you set that up, I'm like, I want a Lion King moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Persuasion roll. Okay. 15. You make that declaration to him. Did you want to move or anything? No, I'm going to stay here where it's remotely safe. We'll see how he reacts on his turn. And now we're to Giant Centipede Dad. Gosh, I don't know what I want to do. I feel like I'm just too fragile to get involved in that. Like you might get squished? Yeah. (laughs) Is anyone badly injured? I'm good now, so. Make me a perception check because you are out looking at the swimmers in the water. It's not good. You're still fixated on them, and the whole centipede form is just a little weird right now. Okay, I'm just going to stay here. If someone is badly injured, let me know. I feel like you need a hookah. It does look like a caterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm just going to keep imagining Dad with an Alan Rickman voice now. I'm okay with that. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm, 100%. 
Yao and Lorelei. I'm going to start with Yao again. He is going to try to shoot his arrow to help his fellow men. We believe in you, Yao. Yao's not doing too good. Now that the other archer has stumbled out of the way, Yao pulls up his boat, striking the last one in that group, killing off that group. I'm so proud of my boy. Lorelei, having started your turn next to a fire elemental down there, you're going to take six fire damage. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's getting rough out here. All right, we're pressing on though, and I'm going to swing my hammer at him again. Do it, do it. That's going to hit. That was good. Roll that damage. Nice. 14. Nice hit. Go Lorelei. Hell yeah. You are hitting your stride. Finally. <laughs> you bury your hammer deep into this fire elemental's form and you see his figure shift almost like it's having trouble maintaining its shape. Snuff him out. Did you want to do anything else? Disengage. So we'll back away for a moment. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a d20, and before you roll it, odd or even? Even. The horses and other animals are still kind of panicking and just backing away. Ooh, okay. We want to keep them horses safe. Make me a quick roll for your badger who's biting into an orc leg. My badger! He's just tearing into these orcs like nobody's business. And the skirmish up there is going. Badly for the orcs. And not so good for the humans either, as they're just back and forth making blows. Meanwhile, down below, these orcs are going to stumble away blinded. Fire elemental. Since you attacked it, claws of this fire elemental rake across you one more time and take one more point of damage. All right. The manticore, seeing now a figure glowing in white light, hears this, remember who you are, shakes its head, a little drool comes out of the corner of its sharp tooth mouth paws at the ground, and it makes a paw attack, one at the light and one at the illusion. Misses the light. Its paw goes through the illusion. Because of that, it's going to break the illusion in its mind. Manticore lets out a roar, knowing that it's been tricked. Oh, he's got a mane. Maybe if we call it Fabio, he'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> Long, flowy yes. mane. Yeah. Kezi. We'll do catapult and interact with some of the rubble. Try to direct it at that group. So they're going to make a deck save and have to beat a 13. They're still blinded, right? They are blinded, so that would be disadvantage. So that's going to hit. Damage is going to be 3d8. Seriously, that's a 12. You kick up some loose debris, launch it across the ground at the goblin archers, striking one, doubles over, and doesn't move. Sweet. Scarlet. Okay. I have to resummon Oliver, right? Correct. I'm going to go ahead and do that really quick. Now, summoning Oliver, is that an action? I want to say it is, but I... Mm, let me check real quick. Yes, it is. Thought so. Where within 30 feet of you are you summoning him? 
Well, if he's got a shield like right next to me, it would be super great. He pops into existence, sitting on top of a shield, preens a little bit, ruffles his feathers. I telepathically tell him, good boy. And then I'd like to try, how big is the shield? It's not like a tower shield. It's just bigger than a buckler. Think Captain America style. Round shield or classic shield? Round wooden. Okay. Can I at least like try and get behind it if I'm not able to equip it on this turn? Or He'll pop into existence. You can pick it up and be equipping it so that you can use it next turn. Okay. And we'll say that that's all part of your movement. Okay, so I'm getting ready for my next turn. It's basically the cost of having an object teleport to you as an action. Basically. From there. <laughs> I think I'm going to end there. I don't really want to draw attention to myself at the moment if I can. Lyra. I'm going to try and persuade him again to remember who he is. I think I'll move the lights a little bit as well. Where would you like to move them? Maybe down two squares so he isn't like looking in our direction anymore. <laughs> and then I'm going to shout at him again. Remember who you are, Falchion. Make another roll. 18. You see him continue to paw at the ground and shake his head. Centipede Dad. What is Fabio's height relative to that building? It's considered a huge creature. It can't see over the building, if that's what you're asking. Okay, it is. I want to crawl over to that building and up the side and be on top of it. Okay, so you're doing a double move. Yeah, and I just want to wait there. As you crawl down the palisade wall, more more screaming refugees. Sorry, guys. I'm friendly. <laughs> and one archer that uh, brings up his bow pointed your direction. No! Do centipedes have vocal abilities? I would say they click with their mandibles. Yeah, I'm clicking furiously. Gotcha. I don't know if that helps your case or not. <laughs> <laughs> Clicking centipedes. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Especially really big ones. Imagine this archer. He's got his bow pointed towards the manticore. He's been told to leave him alone, but he's moved away. And then crawling down the wall behind him is this giant centipede. You're not supposed to kill centipedes because they take care of other pests. Even when they're bigger than your cat or dog? I won't eat their cats and dogs. I don't think they realize this. <laughs> They'd probably still be pretty concerned. It'll be okay. Of course, I guess if I saw a centipede that big in my house, I would be like, okay, your house now. I'm burning the house down. Honey, we have to move. <laughs> yeah. Yao and Lorelai. All right. We'll start with Yao again, and he's going to go guys in front of him. Switching his target onto the orcs. Oh, nice. Yao's doing so good. Don't even have to roll damage. Yao pulls up and just kills one of the orcs. Oh, I'm so proud he's come so far. He is coming into his own. I'm going to... Take a d6 damage. You're right. <laughs> no! <laughs> Five whole points. And the archer on the wall has been trying to shoot this thing with arrows since it came in, failing every time. And now he's catching on fire, screaming in pain. Oh my god, he's so useless. It's pretty Purple. much what you going to do. Oh man. Seven hit points left. Let's see. <laughs> I think I'm going to... Ah, oh, man, this isn't good. I'm going to swing it in with my hammer again. Reckless attack. With your pluses, you're going to get a hit. 
Five? No, wait, six. Oh! You swing your hammer through this fire elemental. Its shape was already shifting and having difficulty keeping its shape, and with that final blow you put upon it, the flames just dissipate and swirl, embers floating into the air. Oh, nice. Yay! You didn't die! (laughs) I didn't die. That's the goal. really is. It is. I'll just end my turn right there. Okay. Now for all the other dice rolling. Orcs are getting demoralized. Peasants are doing a little better, but not that much better. Archers, however, are picking them off from the walls. So all the orcs that have busted through the gates have been put down by the mob of resistance, and the badger is still on top of one of the orcs, just tearing into it. Down below, the fire continues to spread along the palisade wall, where the fire elemental burned his way in. Across the river, there's the sound of a horn being blown. Is it a friendly horn? You're not sure what it means. You just hear a horn blow and then echoes around the rest of the outpost. Lyra, make me a perception check. You see, on the other side of the bridge, your old friend, the shaman, blowing a horn that is echoed from the goblins to the north and the south, bloodied with arrows sticking into him. His figure twists and shifts into a wild boar, and he starts running off into the forest. I knew he was a pig. (laughs) (laughs) I did not anticipate that. Falchion, as this manticore, stomping, pawing at the earth, no immediate targets directly around it except this glowing light representation of what it used to be, beats its wings and flies 30 feet straight up into the air flicking tail spikes down into the glowing mass. Spikes pour through the glowing mass, but of course just stick harmlessly into the earth underneath it. And this lion-esque roar bellows out from the night sky as flashes of lightning up in the clouds echo around him. Back up to the top. Kezi. I'm going to target this group. Okay. With my crossbow and hope that I hit something. No more magic? Not right now, anyway. My crossbow is lonely. That's going to hit. Three. You sink your crossbow bolt deep into an orc. Two. Scarlet, you have a shield equipped. Okay, cool. Is my thaumaturgy still active? I know it's probably been a few turns now, but I don't know how many. I think we're at four turns, so you would have another six turns left of that. Dang. Just like the glowing Kezi over there. I'm glad somebody can keep track of how many rounds we've gone through. (laughs) Right. It's not me. Neither can I, so. So what echoing, billowing words are you going to throw out there? Falchion, please remember, you can fight this. Be ready for any attack that might be coming in from there. All right, make that persuade roll. 15 plus 6, so 21. He's in the air, shaking his head furiously back and forth. We'll see what gets resolved on his turn. Okay. And I think that ends my turn right now. Is Oliver going to do anything? I think I want to try and send him to scout to see how everybody's doing on the other side of the fort. Ollie, go check on Lorelai and Kezi. He's flying over the building, headed that direction. From his vantage point on the rooftop, he sees Lorelai and a big fire. But 
he doesn't see Kezi. There's just this glowing ball of light on the other gate. <laughs> and there's a yummy looking centipede that's way too big for his mouth. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. <laughs> okay. Lyra. So how far like away is uh, Falchion from me now? Considering he's 30 feet up in the air, be 70 to 80 feet. Okay, so pretty much all I can do is move my lights and yell at him again. I'm going to move the lights up to give him a hug and shout at him. I know you remember, Falchion. Make that roll. 17. So with you yelling and Scarlet yelling, that's going to be five successes on him. Centipede Dad. Okay, I want to move back further along the roof of the building away from Fabio. <laughs> You're still chittering at the archer. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, from this archer's point of view, he's tracking you with his bow up to this rooftop. And then from behind you on the other side of the building, this manticore flies into view above the roof. That poor archer. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to hang out here and see what happens. Okay. Yao and Lorelai, there are no more invading forces uh, up around where Yao's at. Lorelai, you don't see any immediate threats down around by you. Okay, so I want to yell at that useless archer next to me. <laughs> the one that's on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that's on fire. And not in the good way? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on fire. He hasn't done anything, so we're going to yell at him. Hey, put yourself out and then try to put out some of these fires around here. I'm going to start heading back towards Dad. I can heal you if you get close enough. That's that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm uh I'm struggling. <laughs> chitter 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 chitter. <laughs> Your rage would be wearing off this round. Yeah. And you could do a double move. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So I'll move there. Okay. Now that the horns have sounded, Kezi, you see over the wall from your vantage point, the goblins and the orcs begin making their way back across the plain in retreat. The manticore flying in the air, shaking his head furiously, trying desperately to fight this thing that's overcome him. And this glowing figure of what he once was flies up and gives him a hug. Words echoing through the air around him from multiple people. Remember who you are. The form twists and shifts into Falchion. And he falls 30 feet to the ground. But he's a cat. He'll land on his feet. He's uh, probably not conscious. Yeah. <laughs> he lands, taking 10 points of damage. Pulls himself up just a little bit. And then falls back down, unmoving. Oh. Is he dead or just unmoving? Poke him with a stick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this battle is now over as all the threats have moved away. Battle cries and cling of metal on defense, the twang of bows, the crackle of fire here and there are slowly being put out. Wagons are being moved to reinforce the broken gates. Subtle moans and cries from the wounded here and there. Lyra would like to go check on Falchion and see if he's dead or not. I totally thought you were going to say, Lyra would like to take a nap. <laughs> well, you That's know. That's still coming. That could happen. 
We need a long rest. We do. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, leave us a tip, or give us a comment. We would love to hear from you. DiceTherapyAP.pinecast.co